All right. Hello. Welcome to the Cosmic Eye Podcast uh, with Angel from at Angel on the Eighth Day and myself, Jason. And we welcome you here. It is uh, late in the evening. We're getting started <laughs> kind of late. So we'll, we'll, as always, per we'll use. Pre- yeah, right. We'll preface that with a with a warning. So we could go completely off the rails, uh, <laughs> but, but, but we'll do so guided by spirit. That's how we operate here. So uh, thank you again for joining us. We appreciate you guys. Uh, I want to remind you that at Angel in the Eighth Day, uh, Angel's uh, Instagram handle uh, and uh, profile, you want to go visit there. He is yes. having a, a crystal giveaway. And you can still get in on that, right? Yes. Um, so I made it to where uh, we'll... Oh, that was weird. Kind of southerny. Yeah, I like that. That was really that that was from your time and you spent a lot of time in Branson. That's very true. Very true. Yeah. No, no. Um, We'll talk about that one of these days on the show. (laughs) Um, I'm going to announce the winner on my 888th post. I'm currently on my 860th post. So, and I typically average about three posts per day. So um, I will be probably going crystal shopping this week, um, this weekend, I mean, um, yeah. and just kind of see what inspires me. If you go on the on my Angel on the Eighth Day Instagram page or profile, you'll see an ex- you'll see a small sample <laughs> <laughs> of my personal collection that I'm using as an example of something that you might win. Um, so I'll pick something really cool or actually there's three, there's three winners. So, um, I'll pick really cool pieces. I love crystals. So I'll just kind of go in there and vibe it out. Nice. And in the meantime too, they can check out your newly opened Etsy store. Yes. And, uh, it's looking great. So that's at angel on the eighth day as well. So yeah, I'm about to, uh, release <laughs> i'm about to drop <laughs> my new items um which are uh they're, well they're not new to you um yeah uh or anybody else that i've uh given them to before but they're new to the etsy world and the public yeah. um it will be my uh abundance i haven't decided what to call them mm. how, do, how do you say the word that's spelled S-A-C-H-E-T, sachet. I think sachet. it's sachet, yeah. I yeah. Think right. That's what I'm gonna call them because I feel like that sounds uh, pretentious and fancy enough. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we know that pretentious and fancy catches people's attention. So yeah. <laughs> we stick with that. I like, yeah. I like, I like sachets actually, that's a great, that's a great word. Yeah. Um, so we- there'll be smaller ones that I think are like, uh, I forget what dimensions they are. And then there'll be like bigger ones. So the smaller ones you can just kind of carry in your pocket, mm-hmm. um, probably, or purse, or oh, that's um, a great idea. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the bigger ones you can either keep them that way and just um, put the put them somewhere where they'll be seen, or it'll rate radiate the abundance energy, or mm-hmm. place them in a bowl. And I'll maybe I should put a photo of the bowl just as an example yeah yeah i'll just do that i'll put a, a photo of a bowl uh, behind the bag sizes okay perfect yeah i mean i have uh the ones that you uh you did for me mine are in a bowl and um 
they're by the door. So I'm inviting prosperity in through the front door. Nice. Yeah. It's, Typically, I recommend people to place them somewhere where it has um, a good view of, you know how like um, when you, you get like a round crystal or like a ball, you want it mm -hmm. to kind of have it where it's like an open space. Oh, yeah. Um, but I know that, you know, different homes have different design. So wherever yeah. you feel that um, it's pulling you to, that's the best spot, really. Absolutely. Yeah. So very, uh, very powerful stuff. And these are, uh, this is some, some prosperity uh, that you're using beans, mixed beans, and you're doing magical work Damn. on them. And they are uh, very, very effective, I will say. So um, uh, those, you're going to be offering those soon. We, we actually just received some more. Thank you again for those. Fantastic. Uh, so, so check all that out. Um, we're, we're actually doing uh uh, on the website at cosmiceye.org, uh, you know, I don't know, you may see it if you follow us. You probably see our stuff. Um, we have the uh, the Rainbow Unicorn deck available in stock right now. So a lot of people are buying those for stocking stuffers and for friends that uh, that are into tarot and stuff, or if they just love unicorns or just are into fun, bright cards. They're very uh, they're very kind of uh, I don't even know how to describe the colors. They're just very bright, very uh, cheery, very fun. Yes. Colors. So uh, they will they will make a smile. Cute cute unicorns always make us smile. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that during the holidays when we get sometimes overly serious, right? So correct dealing with family. So uh, check that out. All right, let's get into the show. So today we're going to talk about um, astral travel, the astral realm. Uh, we're going to talk about spirit and connecting to spirit uh, authentically, <laughs> right? Yeah, I was about to do it again. And well, we're I was gonna be like, which spirit are you referring to? <laughs> we had a big long discussion about the many uses of the word spirit before we got on here. So we'll we'll try to untangle that and we'll probably just <laughs> tangle it up into some spaghetti by the time we're done with it. So, but either way, you're gonna get something out of it. Uh and then spirit guides. And so you're gonna have some good information on that. And I'll, you know, fill in with my little bits. Uh, but I think you're you're a little more connected to that that definition and that idea. So uh, so we'll get into it. Um, and again, we're looking at uh, a couple of. Uh, well, I've got a I've got a book that I'm going to be using. I'm using I'm I'm drawing a little bit from the Tree of Life, uh, Israel Regardi's classic book on magic. And then, of course, we're looking at psychic psychology, John Friedlander and Gloria Hemsher, which we've been looking at for this Sagittarius month. And by the way, uh, Sagittarians, happy birthday to you guys! Uh, yeah. So we are in that time of the year. And then, of course, next uh, into January, we're going to be talking Capricorn, and we're going to be talking about uh, uh, we're going to be talking about the new year and so forth. So that is, that's going to be our next destination. So yeah. reincarnation, manifestation, I feel should be good. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And transformation in general, right? We always mm -hmm. think about that. So yeah, I'll talk about that. So uh, let's. I'm going to just start. So. Because uh, Sagittarius is a very philosophical and spiritual sign, you know, and we have the, the idea of the archer that's associated with Sagittarius, we think about kind of aiming and shooting towards the heavens. Uh, the idea of the astral realm kind of appealed to us, right, because of that. Yes. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about that. I want to give it just kind of a definition. 
you know, we all kind of have our different ideas about the astral realm. It's thrown around a lot in magic and new age talk. I think this is a, a good a good definition, and it's one that I, I use, uh, and I'm reading it right out of this book, actually. So this is, as I said, from the Tree of Life. And by the way, if you're interested in Kabbalah and Western magic, ceremonial magic, uh, hermeticism, and so on, this is one of the finest books you can get. Uh, it's a classic. So let me read this. This is actually in the notes that were written by um, Sandra and uh, Chick Cicero, uh, both Golden Dawn. Uh, um, teachers and extraordinary uh, magicians in their own right. So the astral plane is an intermediate and invisible level, level of reality between the physical plane and higher, more divine realms. It's the common boundary between the individual and uh, noumenal reality. Noumenal reality is like the spiritual realm, the non-physical realms. A non-physical level of existence that is the basis of the physical plane Astral traveling is the practice of traveling, quote unquote, out of the physical body in the astral planes. It's the transference of consciousness from the physical to the astral body in a way that the practitioner perceives and moves about on the astral plane in the body of light, while the physical body remains inert. Uh, I can't help but think of dreaming when I hear of that. So it's right. like a waking dream or lucid dreaming in a lot of ways. Some people equate the astral realm to the lucid dream state. Uh, by using astral projection, the magician enters this uh, world and interacts with angels, elementals, and other beings. Uh, and this, this is a side note here, but astral projection in the Golden Dawn. The Golden Dawn is a hermetic uh, magical tradition. Uh, it's an initiatory order of magicians, if you're not familiar with it. Uh, tradition, the in the Golden Dawn tradition, uh, can be described as a form of self-hypnosis that uses symbols as doorways in order to cause changes in consciousness. From these higher levels of consciousness, the magician often tries to see the underlying cause of things, the underlying cause of things. So you get this idea that the astral plane is a kind of a world of creative imagination. It's a world of creative change and transformation, um, magic and so forth. So you can go into that. You know, it's, it's almost like analogous in my, in my mind, oftentimes the idea of, um, and I mean, some people make, uh, distinctions between these, but it's it's similar to the idea of the spirit world uh, when you're talking about shamanism, mm -hmm. uh, of um, traveling to the spirit world to do healing work and things like that. And so people use different terms for the astral plane. Okay. Um, do you feel like the spirit world is more um, uh, like a different dimension here on Earth, or? Because sometimes when I, when, whenever I, uh, on a personal level, mm -hmm. conceptual, try that again, uh, I conceptualize astral traveling, I, maybe because of like the name or something, I just yeah. um, envision it being like up, up out somewhere. Yeah. Well, you know, astral, I always think of the stars, right? So it's yeah. the first thing that pops into my mind. So it does feel like up and up and away, but you know, again, I, I think, you know, some people define all of these, these realms as inner realms, and some people define them as, you know, levels of vibration, uh, different planes of existence, I think it depends on the system, right? Um, you know, for myself, I, I don't really know, I'm still kind of wrestling with it, you know, it, it's like, mm -hmm. 
it, it, it depends on kind of on the level that you reach like internally and, and the experience. Like, so for example, um, you know, in deep, deep states of meditation, if you're working in the, in the, in the astral realms, usually when, when you're talking about the astral, it, it, it's, it's very symbolic and very kind of archetypal and mythological. So there's a lot, you see a lot of figures, whereas it feels like to me, like as you travel up the levels of, of consciousness, things kind of thin out and it gets more ethereal and kind of spirity. Do you know what I mean? Whereas mm -hmm. I feel like the astral level is out, you know, it feels kind of spacey and so on, but it also feels connected to the inner world. You know, the astral world they say is ruled by the moon. So it's very reflective and it's very connected to our own imagination and our own sort of levels of, of, of consciousness. Um, but in a, in, a, in a different way than our normal consciousness is. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's a strange thing. I, I, you know, you've, you've had some experiences with astral travel, right? I have. Yeah. Um, I've had them in um, like hypnotherapy sessions. Okay. Which, uh, as you may, you're familiar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you so in the training we had to do a kind of like an early life regression mm -hmm. and sometimes you know if the um person who is being trained uh, or student i guess it feels comfortable enough they can go into past life which some people did yeah um, some people did like um two or three um uh early life you know like um regressions and of this life but like earlier in your life and then uh some people felt comfortable um I, you because you both have to feel comfortable you as the um uh hypnotherapist and then you the other person as the uh, subject uh yeah and become hypnotized so for me um i had i believe one um like earlier in life experience and then i went straight into the astral like and um i kind of felt bad for um the uh the person the student sorry hold on i'm <laughs> <laughs> totally live here um i'm moving my <laughs> foot bath again <laughs> i was gonna say this sounds like a foot bath related uh yeah that we're dealing well with. it's that time and it started getting cold um so i think chinese foot bath time so yeah. <laughs> so i didn't have um i mean we didn't we weren't really trained on astral i don't think yeah even throughout the whole training i don't think we really i mean we probably touched on it but not not really definitely not in your first shot it's like oh here you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> take this person back to an earlier moment in their life and then it's like, like where are you at I don't know. <laughs> what do you see? Nothing. Uh, can you see your feet? No. Can you see anything around you? Mm, no. So at first they thought it was um, like a womb. <clears throat> experience. Yeah. Okay. But I, because I didn't see um anything like there was nothing like there you know they would instruct me to look down and see if I can see my feet or um, if I can see my hands and I said no and then 
um, there, you know, they said, do you hear anything? And I said, yes. And then I hear these voices and I'm, and then the emotions started coming in as if I knew these people yeah, um, or these entities. And it was like, I was starting to get upset because I was like, I don't want to go back. And then I just started going into like dialogue. Um, and I, once I was there, I was like really there and like feeling everything. And I started becoming upset. And then I was like, why do I have to do this? You know, I'm higher rank than they are. And um, it was almost kind of like this ego started kicking in. And then it's like um, the person who, or this the energy or entity that was sending me down the chute <laughs> was um, like, um, uh, like I felt that I, um, I was like, a, like upset with him. Like they, they could have just sent anybody else but for whatever reason, it had to be me. And I was like, I felt um, not, not like betrayed, but like mm -hmm. close to that, you know, just a, yeah. like disappointed or, or frustrated. Um, and then, um, so I don't know if that's necessarily astral or in between lives. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it, sounds like it could be. Could be but I, I felt like we were kind of in this, um, this like hovering, uh like ship mm -hmm. felt like we were in this hovering kind of uh commander area and there was like a decision being made and the the people making the decisions were um like a a bit annoying the 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 part that does kind of correlate with my birth story is that um there there was a sim you know the similarities were that probably when I was in my womb there was the doctors kind of deciding what to do mm -hmm. you know um but they didn't i mean they didn't have the choice to like say decide if i'm i'm gonna live or not i don't think um but i'm sure that they were like discussing something um and then once i went down what i call the chute or the tunnel um that was going to bring me back onto i was really upset i you you know me personally um, I'm very calm. <laughs> I'm very, very calm. I was the most upset and angry. And it took me a while to kind of release that, but I was so angry to come back. Like I was really, I was. You could come back to this earth, the earth incarnation, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I was like, I hate them. They're so stupid. <laughs> wow. And then they're like, who are you talking about? I'm like, humans <laughs> and i was just like really upset saying i don't want to and then you know the hypnotherapist was asking like who are you talking about or what are you referring to or and i'm like humans i don't you know they're just they're uh, i hate them <laughs> they just don't get it um and so um yeah i was really just really angry and there was a moment where um i just I, there was a moment where this calmness came over me um, and this kind of like a soothing uh, feeling. And mm -hmm. then the acceptance came. It's like a sense of knowingness just oh, like enveloped me and or like engulfed me. And it, it was like at that at that moment, I was like, OK, I get it. I didn't necessarily like know what I got <laughs> mm -hmm. 
um, in my, you know, kind of uh, experience in the hypno session. Yeah. But I just, I just said, okay. Um, it like somebody like rewired my brain or something and it was like yeah like something below the conscious level was going on. yeah and it was like see that's the reason and i was like sure yeah all right good enough for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's do this and so here i am now <laughs> so, um but about, yeah yeah so the what about this the part about you saying it then so that i felt that was uh when i described it to them they asked so i felt um I believe, yep, if I'm going back to it, I felt my saint on my left side and kind of what, you know, people refer to as like spirit on my right. Okay. And they were just kind of like, um, like escorting me into this tunnel. And then they were just like, okay, you know, see you on the other side. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, it. And the, this is the thing about these different levels and these different realms. Sometimes it's difficult to to know exactly where you're at, um, yeah. you know, is is it an astral realm? Is it a you know, a, it, is it a pre pre life you know, right yeah. birth thing, like a sort of in between lives type thing, yeah, um, or an afterlife, or a different you know, or a different even a different you know realm of experience that we're remembering that's not particularly a a, a human life. You know, people talk about. Uh, lives on other planets and another in other vibrational levels and things like that as well so yeah you know we may have this, experiences that are difficult to to explain huh yes there have been other um other moments when it um it didn't feel like um um it didn't feel uh, so in between life and it was also a hypno session yeah so um again it was like okay earlier time in your life and then it was like all right boom here we go yeah um, <laughs> and so uh i felt um again upset and um lost and very vulnerable mm. um, that i had somehow been knocked off my uh, my pod so there's this, uh, and I, I believe I meant, I'd mentioned this to you before. So there was kind of like a like a circle or half circle um, of us just kind of like chilling there. Um, and there were these connectors that led down into what the best way that I can explain was into the physical world. Okay. And so uh, the ones that were there, we were connected to all of these other so like let's say it's like my source and then like my main source and then it kind of connect it, if we just use me as an example it would connect to like probably me in the multiple versions of my life or you know my whatever however you want to describe that does that make sense okay. yeah for sure um so that spot um whoever was kind of like I want to say like supervising or overseeing like somebody or somebody how did I think about it somebody that was in that um like in that either same position or like maybe they had like a little bit extra knowledge but I feel like we were all for the most part equals mm -hmm. um kind of like knocked me off my my space 
um, and like knocked me off my little pod. And then um, I was uh, vulnerable to the kind of uh, elements, you know, and I was like floating around. And then I was getting close to this very like, um, like uh, red um, area or, um, and then, uh, and then it was like this really dark area. And then um, they were, it was very emotional and they would, you know, the hypnotherapy therapist would like ask me they had to bring in uh like two or three other (laughs) like professional (laughs) like the the you know the people who have been doing this for you know over 10 years or whatever they had to bring in a calvary (laughs) wow nice (laughs) to guide me through this yeah it was very intense yeah um and so then um I started getting really angry. And then I, they said, because they asked, they're like, is there anywhere that you can go? Is there anywhere that you can go for like safety? Because I felt very unsafe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, yes, but I don't want to go there. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, if I go there, that's just going to put me back behind, like in a previous one. And they're like, what do you mean a previous one? Like a previous, and it, sometimes I would get, <laughs> I would get so upset. It's like, what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> you know, like I wanted them to be in my head and it's like a previous life, duh. Yeah, yeah. And so, but they wanted to be clear, you know, so then uh, they knew what to do for like- That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like a previous one, like a previous life. And then they're like, okay. And they're like, and you don't want to do that? I'm like, no, because that's going to set things behind. Um, and so then- um, I was getting so mad at the the fact that, you know, somebody had kind of like, once I gained this kind of like awareness that somebody had knocked me off and I didn't fall off, mm-hmm. I got really, really mad. And I like, um, have you ever seen like, uh, like um, X-Men with uh, like, I think it was like Phoenix or whatever her name was. Like um, they changed it because yeah. in the cartoons, it was Rogue that did that kind of like the explosion, but in oh, the yeah, movie, yeah, exactly. it was like Jean Grey, where mm-hmm. it was like the eyes are just, you know, going to like explode and like every single part of her body is just going to like explode everything. Yeah. Like that, that's how it was. And it, I was just oh, like, wow. and I yelled and I was like, Rah! like it was crazy. <laughs> and I just felt that I was like causing this huge explosion. Yeah. And then um, they, the voice said um like look look within and they said allow yourself to kind of go through some of these um experiences you know where you kind of like experience all of these you know uh these moments or whatever yeah and then they um they said you had to learn a lesson um you know unfortunately you had to kind of be out here because sometimes you get in your own way and it's not like ill-intended, but sometimes people just have to find their own way on their own, you know, like you can't carry everyone. So I guess I was just doing a little bit more work and then my natural humor started kicking in. (laughs) And then they said uh, like, okay, so what else, you know, what else do you hear? And then, um, sorry for anybody who is underage. Um, but they, so, like, content warning. They content said, warning. 
I was like, basically, I'm being told, like, stop fucking shit up, Angel. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're fucking up the plan. You know, those people have to go through whatever they have to go through in order yeah. for them to go, you know, to to live their journey out. And it's part of the plan. Sure. Um, and then once I started, like, um, accepting that, and then I started having, like, just all of these flashes of people that I've, like, helped throughout it seemed like all of my lives, but they tend to be the same people, just uh, different versions of them. Yeah. So like I saw my mom, my sister, my friends, like different uh, versions of who they are now in this current life. And I was like, oh, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then I just started kind of like accepting that. And then once that happened, um, they, I don't know, what they saw because you know my eyes were closed during all of this um so they saw something and they said what's going on right now and I'm like what do you mean they're like you're smiling and I'm like I am they're like yeah <laughs> and um I was like well my my shield is coming back and then they're like what do you mean and I'm like my protective shield my you know like little um kind of like traveling pod is is coming back it's like forming and it's solidifying so before it just felt really thin and it, I was just becoming very vulnerable to the elements and part of it like touched my skin mm -hmm. or my my whatever it was not necessarily skin but my property I guess mm. um and so um it started coming back and it's uh my pod like at the bottom of it started like like growing and almost seemed like grass um so like life was coming back i um uh, my kind of i guess source was becoming yeah regenerated. and then i had like this really it, it must have looked so silly um but you know ego whatever who cares um <laughs> I, I i asked them if it was okay for me like to just kind of pause and clean the inside of it uh, like kind of like wipe it down because i didn't want to um have any of that any potential of any external element inside of my my space and they said yeah they you know they encouraged a lot of that in yeah sessions um so i just started like um uh they asked if i wanted like you know like a towel or whatever i'm like no i got it and they're like what do you they're like you have a towel and i'm like no i I got it in my hands because my power's coming back. So I just kind of felt my hands getting warmer and brighter. And then I just kind of cleansed everything with my hands. Wow. And then I came back onto my um, space and then it was like, uh, it wasn't necessarily like a welcome back. It was just kind of like, hmm, like, you know, like, you know, kind of like, kind of like a welcome back, but it felt very, uh, like a, like a very Eastern style teaching master. Mm. Mm. Like <laughs> you a, know, like yeah, like a Zen, like a Zen yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Not very flourishy or like, yeah. hey, good job. Welcome back. Way to go, bro. No, it was like, <laughs> it was like you know, you did it. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. Yeah, real like un understated, Mister Mr. Miyagi or something. Yeah, something like of the sort. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there have been other moments when I've uh, gone into um, like meditation or think things of, of the sort where 
I felt like I was, um, and I reference a lot of things to movies. I felt like I was like in training, like um, uh, like Doctor Strange kind of training, mm-hmm. um, but it was on like um, like uh, almost like a like a meteor or like a flat rock in space, you know. Oh, wow! Um, and I just kind of was like doing my thing and like you know moving things with my hands or um, kind of in and kind of not a spiritual combat, but like. Um, reinforcing my resources like my natural yeah ability. yeah like a like a train like a tra- like a spiritual training or something mm-hmm. yeah exactly on a but on a different vibratory level it's interesting I, I like you know it's it's these kinds of ideas um and this kind of work and going into these altered states of consciousness um this sort of psycho spiritual let's call them um trainings and and explorations and so on where, where regardless what they call it astral travel or you're doing regression therapy or you think it's you know past life future life in between lives the, the good thing about it is the um you know the the therapeutic sort of training and understanding that you gain from the work and also i think the other thing that happens it's like um it's also one of these things where you're going into your own you know your own kind of spiritual realm of things that you either need to know about yourself in this life or something you might need to work on in a future life or something you might need to clear up from a past life or you know or or even something that's going on like currently that you need some new information about yeah these kinds of um experiences i think really really help in that in that area and that's why, you know, I was I always like the idea when people talk about like, well, you know, I don't necessarily, you know, people say, oh, I don't believe in the astral realm or I don't believe in, you know, lucid dreaming or, you know, I can't be hypnotized or I don't think this or that. But right. it's like the thing that I find interesting is like, you don't really have to believe in this stuff in order for it to work. You really just have to try it out and see if you know, it resonates and see what comes up for you. And the thing that's interesting about it is like, just like people who say they don't have any dreams, it's like, mm, you may not remember your dreams yeah. or, you know, you may be in a state of mind because you're on medication or something like maybe inhibiting your dreams, but something's going on below the surface, right? Yeah. It's like making space to work with the, that imagery that's coming up, whether it's coming up from within or another vibrational level or a different realm regardless of what you call it um it's you know it's valuable and it and it and it works if you give it a chance yeah because would it be possible for someone to not have a subconscious i don't can imagine right i don't think that that's possible no yeah so it's if you if you put it in those terms that's essentially what you're stepping into yeah and i mean people will say things like well i don't necessarily believe in the unconscious or subconscious mind that's that's a theory you know people (laughs) but it's but it's like saying i mean you you know you i mean it's very hard to dismiss the fact though that like there are billions of things going on in your body mind experience at any given time that you have no conscious knowledge of you know, everything that's happening on a cellular level, everything that's happening on an autonomic level, all the things your body is doing within everything that's going on in the psyche, below the surface, you know, where memories are stored and all these different, they still don't, there's no definitive answers to 
like exactly how everything plays itself out in our lives, regardless of, you know, how materialistic and scientifically oriented someone is, there's mystery still. Right. Mystery after mystery. So, you know, the thing is, you just kind of really have to, you know, as I said before, like, I mean, most, most people, most people do remember some fragments of their dreams and they've had experiences of dreams. And so it's like, if, if, if that's the, the, you know, if you can just kind of grab onto that and think, well, where am I when I'm dreaming, you know, and just don't explain it scientifically, like, you know, what's going on, but like, think about where consciousness is, then you can kind of think, well, if I can tap into this sort of state of mind where these images free flow and things come up from spaces in me that I'm not really aware of that are unconscious to me and you know images and and um, figures and entities and spirits or whatever you want to call them are coming to me and giving me information and it seems like it's coming from somewhere outside of my normal conscious experience yeah it's you know it's a peculiar thing. I mean, just dreaming itself is a, is a mysterious thing that they don't really know exactly why we do it. Right. Know? So so you know all of these things are are kind of tools to get you in touch with yourself and kind of you know if you don't have any experience doing you know regression therapy or hypnotherapy or deep meditation or you know I mean these are the same sort of things that occur in you know psychedelic experiences as well. Um, you know, you're going into an unaltered state of consciousness and you're experiencing things, you know, you see, like, I remember um, um, Terrence McKenna talks a lot about, like, what what sounds to me to be a lot like elementals. He would talk about these, these, these elves, these DMT elves, he would call <laughs> them, that he would experience in this realm. So it's kind of very similar to what they talk about in magic, you know, when you, when you get to the elemental realm and the realm of of angels and spirits and other entities you know it's a non-physical realm basically that we can enter if we train ourselves and you know work work with yeah and if you when the when there Mm -hmm. um it feels very genuine yeah i think that you know you just um you really have the ability to take a really good look at yourself yeah um and see yourself in a different way perhaps um a way that you've never seen yourself before you know um you have this point of view that is more expansive Mm -hmm. um it's like yeah it's visualized like you just you know imagine seeing things from the sky you know you're able to see all the moving parts um, and you're able to see like all of your moving parts. So then you can say, ah, okay. So if I do this, then that, you know, when yeah. I do this, then that. Um, so it's really a cool experience when you're up there um, and then just gain that perspective. Uh, but it's also what you do with it. You know, you can come back and be stubborn and just be the same uh, curmudgeon person that's miserable. <laughs> or yeah, exactly. you can come back and say, okay, let me make some changes in my life. For sure. It's, it's exactly what it does. And it's, you know, it's the same thing. Like when we talk, you know, to go back to the idea of psychedelic experiences, you know, people will talk about, you know, how like an ayahuasca experience changed their lives or whatever. And then, you know, some people just, you know, want to experiment with that kind of stuff because they think it's cool. 
right you know and they don't really do anything with the information or or you know they get terrifying experiences and visions when they go through it and that really you know is telling you you need to sort your you know sort your life out sort your unconscious out and so on but the point is is like the, the information that you get during during deep meditations during astral travel during lucid dreaming during dreaming for that matter um or ceremonial magical path working they call that in you know in hermetic and kabbalistic magic um working with the tree of life or you know shamanic journeys there's there's a lot of type you know there's 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 literally thousands of thousands of different ways to access this you know we talk about regression therapy and hypnotherapy and all these different altered states i mean they're all kind of aiming towards the same same goals in a lot of ways um, and you have done a lot of these different things and you have as well you experiment with these different things and um, you know I find I find that what the interesting thing to me is what's so cool about it is when you go deep and you know at first especially if you're sort of an introverted person and you're kind of disconnected from um, disconnected from your body in some ways you're more mm -hmm. intellectual uh, sometimes the experiences are less visceral in the beginning for for some people can you say that word again? I don't know if it's good. You're more what? Uh, introverted. The oh, back then. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say because I, I I tend to think people that are more intellectual and kind of introverted. Ah, uh, that's the word intellectual. Okay. Yeah, intellectual. I guess. Yeah. Um, people that are kind of more up in their heads. Mm -hmm. uh, in some ways, they 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 can struggle with these kinds of things at first because you're very rational right right this is a non-rational way of experiencing information um you know it's weird because we prize rationality so highly in like the developed world in our technological world and um you know in ancient cultures and indigenous and traditional cultures like rationality is like you know who gives a crap you know it's like what's going on in the spirit world i'm not trying to logic anything out i want to i want to hear what higher sources have to say so it's like you kind of have to like get out of that mindset you know yeah. and when you do my whole point making a long story short or a short story long really uh the point is though that when you finally do like you start touching on you go deep and you begin opening up and you begin touching on these different realms and you know information comes to you and images come to you and you know, different entities or spirits come to you and speak to you and they are giving you information. Like you said this a little bit earlier, it's like, it's information that's, you don't know it. You don't consciously know it. And you're like, where the hell is this coming from? You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's, I, I kind of liken it to like when you, if you write, like you're a writer and you have, a, and you have a really intimate connection with a character the character starts speaking in a way that like gets eerie they they will like say things in a completely different way a different voice with different information that you're not consciously aware of and it it's like you're channeling them or something yeah do you know what i mean yes so i think this kind of stuff is is in that same realm so i mean if someone's you know creative they're like musical people oftentimes like like they'll say like you know, oh, we're, you know that god gave me this song or the spirits gave me this song and it's like you're like yeah right but then it is that's yeah. where it came from there's no there's no rational conscious mind that cooked it up it came from a different realm yeah right yeah well yes you know that i'm a fan of tori amos and she often talks about her process well 
I think they ask her all the time in pretty yeah. much every interview. And she discusses the muses and they said, the muses came to me, um, you know, and sometimes they give me a little bit, sometimes they give me a lot, sometimes they give me the whole song. Um, but then, you know, the song just walks forward and says, hello there. <laughs> That's um, yeah, so she'll talk about that. Um, and then um, she's actually said in the past that she had a conversation with John Lennon, like he came to her and was like, you know, this is what you should do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so things like that. Yeah. I love it. She also had a, uh, I believe, a spiritual ayahuasca uh, experience. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, people talk about how it opens up new levels of consciousness. And so, you yeah. know, but but again, the, the type of stuff we're talking about, you know, the meditation and the, the, the astral type work and the ceremonial magic and the hypnosis and all that are, are moving in exactly the same direction. So it's not like as if the only thing you can do is psychedelics to open this up. Some people find right. that's the, the path for them. And some people find that they would rather be more in control and they can go in and out of the experience as they want. Uh, whereas like, you know, I think sometimes people rush headlong into psychedelic experiences before they've done um, psychological work and it can be terrifying. So, yeah. uh, and you can get overwhelmed and, you know, you, you can, stuff can come up from the unconscious that you're not prepared for. And that's really why, like, you know, they're very careful about it. You know, we've, we've, you know, we've kind of westernized it and commercialized it in a lot of ways. It's like, oh, I just want to go on an ayahuasca trip or I want to smoke some DMT and, you know, I'm going to talk about what I see and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's whatever. It's fine. I'm not knocking that, but it's a spiritual endeavor. Yeah. It's also the conductor, you know, who you're trusting your journey with. Yeah. People yeah, make, you know, they just want to make a profit. Yeah. So you, you really need to be careful. Have you ever uh, done EMDR? Uh, no, I have not. All right. So for people who uh, may not know, it stands for eye movement, uh, desensitization and reprocessing. Okay. Um, it's a, it's like, I feel like it's um, like a layer under hypno that you get to, but you can still get to, um, to, you know, uh, pretty deep levels, depending on how you go about it. And you know me, I don't do things like how they tell me to. Um, <laughs> I am aware of that, yes. Or traditionally or whatnot. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So um, it, you know, it's like a healing tool. It's uh, often it's used for trauma. It's supposed to um, tap into like, I, I think you just uh, stimulate uh, the body bilaterally or the brain okay. bilaterally. So if you want to go that route, you know, you can kind of explain it that way through science. Um, so you, sometimes they have someone focus on lights and they, you know, just kind of go back and forth. Um, sometimes they have, uh, they use tapping. Um, so like you can tap the, on top of somebody's hands or um, tap like their knees or their um, legs, depending on how comfortable you are with the individual. Yeah. Um, I had oh and then they use buzzers so i think now you know with the way we are socially probably distancing is the best um so you have like these two little buzzers um, one on each hand and then they just go you know zzz, 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 one and then one it's like one 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 um 
and it it uh, allows for the experience to be processed um, like more fluidly and easier because you're processing through both you're stimulating both sides of the brain oh interesting uh, yeah so when um when i've i volunteer like any training that i have yeah. i always volunteer to be a subject um and as you know you for the most part no it i don't i don't think it cut out all of it <laughs> but from we heard from before i can go in you know pretty deep and yeah um, i'm okay with it um because i feel like i want to know what the other person is going to experience before mm -hmm. I even attempt to take them there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm okay with that. So my EMDR experience, it was like me and like maybe 15 other therapists. Yeah. Um, maybe 20. And it was really emotional. Oh, wow. um, yeah. It was a very emotional experience. So you had to be really, you know, comfortable with being vulnerable Sure. Um, but the person who, uh, I believe they kind of like took a break now, but um, the person who is training us um, lives actually in uh, Phoenix. So um, they were so good at just um, guiding the experience mm -hmm. that I completely forgot that I was in a learning environment. I... When I came back, <laughs> um, I was like, oh yeah, people are here. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm sitting, I'm sitting in front <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Wow. There was this moment because the, um, uh, again, the instructor uh, was just so great. Um, there was a moment where, because um, the, the other therapist asked like, what happened to him at the end? <laughs> mm. And then I'm like, what did happen to me? Like, <laughs> you're like, wait like, a minute. <laughs> yeah, like, because they, you know, when you're in, when you're in it, when you're in the process, um, you don't necessarily, um, you're not necessarily aware of what your physical body is doing. Yeah. You just kind of feel, you know, the energetically what you're going through. So I was just kind of stayed quiet because I didn't want to um, um, like divulge any information. And then so, um, Iris, his name. So Iris, because uh, I don't want to keep kind of like circling around. Um, Iris looked at me and said, um, "Tell them what you went through. like." But like how he, it was like he was in my head. <laughs> wow. And he said, "Tell them what you went through. Tell them what happened at the end." I'm like, "But can they first tell me what they saw?" <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah." And then um, apparently, um, when you kind of going to the buzzers you go into uh, some people kind of describe it as like the you know that kind of like slump when you're like either in like hypnosis or yeah um so kind of like that so like you know my um neck was kind of curved downward and i was just kind of like facing down you just kind of stay in this you know kind of very relaxed state yeah i gotcha um, so apparently at the end um my um my whole body, like from like the waist up, my torso and everything just started like elevating and like lifting up. And I apparently at some point was just even facing up, upward. Wow. Um, Weird. And so um, I then goes, okay, now tell them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay. And I've, he, every time I see him in any of the trainings, cause he used to train in 
the facility that I uh, or the, the company that I work with now. Yeah, um, he's done several trainings there, and every time I would see him in the hall, he's like, "Come in, tell them your story," <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> um, so in that, the end of it, the part that you get to where the healing process um, kind of is at the you know, the climax moment or the highest peak, there was this um, beam of light that just um, is kind of like, you know, like uh, Star Trek, but like more yummier and like beautiful. And I didn't kind of go into these little pixelated pieces. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) It was just like this huge beam of light that was just so warm um, and just comforting. Um, It just kind of came over and engulfed me completely and it felt amazing like I felt cleansed Um, I felt like everything like all of my worries um, the traumatic experience that I had you know just uh, relived and um, processed it all just kind of went away that disintegrated you know that just kind of um, evaporated away for me I felt like my soul was just cleaned out and it was just so nice and like shiny and yeah sweet and clean um it was it was such a it was wonderful and then wow. that's cool um him and I were apparently so connected um because he knew what I was going through like he um we talked about it afterwards and he does a lot of really good energy work um he's the one that I told you that uh did break you over a computer screen um mm, yeah yeah. And so at the end of it, um, he said something that I'm not unfamiliar or that, I'm, you know, it's not like I haven't heard it before, but he just said it in such a warm way mm-hmm. that it was so touching. And he was like, whatever you do, don't stop. And then I was like, okay, but stop what? <laughs> um, and he's like, you know what I'm talking about? I'm like, yeah, I do. And then he's like, you are a natural um, energy and light worker, please continue and keep going as much as you can. And I was like, Oh, thank you so much. Um, so that was just, just such a wonderful experience to be able to connect with him. It's so, um, sometimes undeniable, you know, you were discussing, um, you know, people's perhaps hesitance or, um, just, inability to believe Mm -hmm. you have these experiences and you connect with people on this just such deep um, spiritual soulful energetic way it's undeniable that there is something else out there than just our physical selves all right well thank you for joining us Uh, we had a little technical difficulty there at the end and we lost Angela I couldn't actually uh, connect back with him unfortunately uh, so do follow him on his Instagram. He is at Angel on the eighth day, and he's running his uh, crystal uh, contest right now, where you can win a free crystal. Uh, we of course have our uh, Rainbow Unicorn decks for purchase uh, available for purchase at CosmicEye.org right now. So those make great stocking stuffers and uh, holiday gifts if you'd like to get one of those. Uh, thank you guys again for joining us. Thank you, Angel. I wish you were to. Uh, to say goodbye, uh, but unfortunately, uh, we had a little, like I said, a little technical difficulty. Maybe the spirits were intervening. Who knows? 
you can support us at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye. And if you'd like, follow us at Cosmic Eye Tarot on Instagram or on TikTok. Uh, thanks again. So we'll be back. We'll be back next week with um, more information about uh, the astral world and uh, so forth uh, for our Sagittarius month. So thanks for joining us. We'll speak to you again next week. Uh, blessings and light.